peace be with you in Jesus' name. God is present. We have been visited by God. In the season of Epiphany, we celebrate the entrance of Jesus, the Son of the living God, into our world. Even more wonderful is that God wants to stay with us. He wants to be present in our workday, in our time of relaxing and reflection. We celebrate that God is present with us in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the people, but the Lord will arise upon you, and his glory will be seen upon you. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness cannot overcome it. And so we confess, Heavenly Father, we give thanks to you that you have shined the light of your living spirit upon us. We confess we need you to forgive us. Lord Jesus, we give thanks that you have called us into the light of your love and goodness, and we need you to care for us. Holy Spirit, we give thanks that you are the living presence of God among us. We need you to be present with us. There is one God, one Lord and Savior, one cross of Christ, and for the sake of Jesus Christ, God forgives us all of our sins. As a servant of Christ and by his authority, I forgive you all of your sins. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks be to God. We pray, gracious and loving Father, bless us with your living and Holy Spirit, that we may take to heart that you are present with us, be with us, so that we can see each day how great and amazing you are. Bless us with your strength and your comforting presence through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. 
In this season of Epiphany, we turn to God's sacred word. From the prophet Isaiah, chapter 6, beginning at verse 1. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord, high and exalted, seated on a throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphim, each with six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, with two they covered their feet, and with two they were flying, and they were calling to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. At the sound of their voices, the doorposts and thresholds shook, and the temple was filled with smoke. Woe to me, I cried, I'm ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. Then one of the seraphim flew to me with a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with tongs from the altar. With it he touched my mouth and said, See, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away and your sin atoned for. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? And I said, Here, I'm, here am I, send me. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our epistle is from Peter's second letter, beginning at chapter 1, at verse 16. For we did not follow cleverly devised stories when we told you about the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ in power, but we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. He received honor and glory from God the Father. When the voice came to him from the majestic glory, saying, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. We ourselves heard this voice that came from heaven when we were with him on the sacred mountain. We also have the prophetic message as something completely reliable. And you will do well to pay attention to it as to a light shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your heart. Above all, you must understand that no prophecy of Scripture came about by the prophet's own interpretation of things. For prophecy never had its origin in the human will, but prophets though human, spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. This is the word of the Lord, and thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel is according to St. Luke, the fifth chapter, beginning at verse 1. Glory to you, O Lord. One day, as Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, 
the people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. He saw at the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon Peter, and asked him to put out a little from shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon Peter, Put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. And Simon answered, Master, oh, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. Oh, but because you say so, I will let down the nets. Well, when they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' feet and said, Go away from me, Lord, I'm a sinful man. For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken. And so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, don't be afraid. From now on, you will be fishers of men. So they pulled their boats up on shore, left everything, and followed him. This is the gospel of the Lord, and praise to you, O Christ. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Whenever and wherever Jesus was present, things started to look different. Now Jesus was down by the lake in the cool morning air. A group of people had gathered to hear his insights and wisdom. In the background, fishermen were cleaning up their nets after their night of fishing on the lake, just the way they did every morning. Surprising everyone, Jesus climbed into one of their boats and sat down to teach. Creatively, Jesus had turned a fishing boat into a sacred place to be in the presence of God's Spirit. This wooden boat was an important tool for these people to make a living. They had probably been floating around a long time on this lake in this boat. They were familiar with the well-worn grooves and ropes, the sails and the nets. This boat was a dependable part of their life and maybe even a source of pride. But these fishermen 
had probably never imagined this boat is a sacred place to be in the presence of God's living spirit. It's not just the places and things that started to look different. By his presence, Jesus wants to make the time that we live into something sacred. A time of work or just an ordinary chore could become something sacred in his presence. Sitting in their boat now, Jesus says, hey, let's go out and do some fishing. And Simon Peter had to be honest with Jesus. Master, we've worked hard all night, haven't caught anything, but well, okay, because you say so, we'll go fishing and I'll let down the nets. Essentially, Jesus was asking these fishermen who had been out there all night to work overtime and they had been putting their nets away. They were ready to go home and go to sleep. But for Jesus, they would head out again. Jesus had inspired their trust. His presence turns this trip out onto the lake into something sacred. Their hope and expectation can carry them even now when they are so tired and just want to go home. Because, well, maybe these men have gained a sense of who it is they are with. Jesus is the Almighty and Eternal One. He is the One who shut up the sea behind closed doors and fixed its limits. He is the one who can pull the greatest leviathan whale out of the sea with just a fish hook in his hand. And they were in his presence. So this would be something sacred, whatever it was. It was not work now. Now this moment became a kind of floating prayer Jesus, what do you have in mind here? Each of them was thinking about that to themselves as they floated out onto the lake. Jesus, what do you see out here? What will happen in your presence? Just the question or prayer they carried with them made the whole lake look different. It felt different to be looking at Jesus, waiting for him to look up at them and smile and say, yeah, right here, let down the net here on the right side of the boat. And when they did so, the net was suddenly filled with so many fish that it began to tip the whole boat and sink it. Truly, being in the presence of God changes everything. These men in this boat would not be the first or the last to see this. In ancient time, the prophet Isaiah 
have been watching the events of history and politics unfold around him. He had been watching a powerful king, Uzziah, struggle with his divided loyalties. And now King Uzziah was starting to compromise his convictions. In a time when things like this often led to the battlefield, well, the prophet Isaiah was concerned. So the great prophet would go to the temple and he would pray. One day he was praying in the temple and God swept him up into his heavenly presence. Isaiah saw the Almighty One on the throne, high and lifted up, exalted. Heavenly creatures with six wings were flying about, singing to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. So holy and sacred was this scene that Isaiah felt like it could just crush him. I'm ruined, he cried, for I am a man of uncertain and unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. In the presence of God, Isaiah was going to see the whole of his life in a completely new way. One of the six-winged flying creatures flew to him with a fiery live coal in his hand, which he had taken with tongs from the altar. With it, he touched Isaiah's mouth and told him, Now, now you have been cleansed and made holy. In the presence of God, Isaiah the prophet had new purpose. He would speak of God's righteousness and truth to a people who desperately needed God's wisdom and his living presence. Yes, indeed, being in the presence of God definitely changes things. Now, Peter, in his fishing boat, struggling with the nets so full of fish his boat was sinking, now Peter is beginning to see what it means to be in the presence of the Holy and Almighty God. And interesting, just like Isaiah the prophet, Peter did not feel worthy of this sacred presence. Go away from me, Lord, he says. I am a sinful man. But Jesus had filled these nets with fish for a reason. Like Isaiah's heavenly moment, this was Jesus' moment to give these men a new and sacred purpose. Now you will be fishers of men, he said. Well, these men might have had little idea what that could mean. But they were ready to leave their boats on the shore and follow Jesus. 
wherever he was going to lead them. Now they just wanted to be in his presence. Jesus could already see how their time with him would shape these men into people who could carry his living presence with them. In their time together, they would be influenced by what mattered to Jesus. The world looked different through his eyes. Jesus would notice the poor and the hungry. He didn't really care much about the affairs of kings and armies. The world looked different through his eyes. Jesus told them to love their enemies. He said, pray for those who mistreat you. Do to others as you would have them do to you. Do not judge or you will be judged. Jesus told them, blessed are the peacemakers for they will be called sons of God. After being in the presence of Jesus, every moment they had with other people, now for these fishermen was an opportunity to share Jesus' personality, his character, his priorities. Jesus' perspective made these men want to be gracious and forgiving and compassionate. In the crazy world that you and I live in now, we need his presence. We need the living spirit of Jesus. These men who were in that fishing boat with Jesus probably did not think they could ever really make a difference. But for now, for now, they would walk with Jesus and I imagine that each moment they spent with him was like a pilgrim walk to a sacred place. Each step took them closer to the holy mountain. And then, well, one day they had actually climbed a mountain with Jesus. They found themselves standing there on the hilltop and Peter would later call this the sacred mountain. Here they saw Jesus transformed in his heavenly glory. He was majestic, exalted in sacred light. Being in his presence made everything more certain. Peter says every word of the prophets, every promise of God was made into a light shining in a dark place. These men, they would tell the world that they had seen the majesty of God. They had felt the love of God the Father in Jesus, his living Son, from there on that sacred mountain in his presence, the words of Peter 
they reach us today. He says, until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your heart, we will be in the presence of our God. Peter says, we together will walk with him. Like Psalm 84 says, as we pass through the valley of tears, we will walk in his presence and go from strength to strength as we see our God on his sacred mountain. Better is one day in his sacred presence than a thousand elsewhere. Let me pray for you that you would be so blessed. Good Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you, we praise you, we worship you. May we be so blessed to walk in the presence of Jesus' love and compassion. Bless us with strength, resilience, and courage in our walk with you. Be present with us today and forever in our faith and trust and hope. May we be so blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. I invite you to share with me the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell, and the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We worship God with our offering. I invite you to send your offering to our church by mail. Thank you. As you live out your trust in God, may he give you a bigger faith, a bolder heart, and a greater peace. Amen. pray for the whole people of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Almighty God, you have drawn close to us and have invited us to speak to you with all of our needs and fears, our hopes and dreams. We thank you that you hear our prayers. Be present with us, Heavenly Father, 
in the places where we live our lives and show us that you are with us. Bless us as we make choices guided by your living spirit. Give us love to share and show us what is true and right so that we may live lives of honor and integrity. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Show your healing grace to those who especially need your care and comfort. Be with those we name before you in our heart. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Bless all who lead us, guard and protect those who guard and protect us, and bring justice and peace on earth. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Living together in faith and hope, we are made bold in Christ to commend to you ourselves and all for whom we pray trusting in your mercy for the sake of Jesus Christ your son our Lord amen father hear us as we pray as Jesus taught us our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Gracious Lord, we thank and praise you that you have come to us. We pray, stay and be present with us, always and forever and even now. We thank you that being this close to you, we can call out with the six-winged heavenly creatures in heaven, holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of your glory. Amen. And the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.